Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 54 of the Grumpy Girlfriend podcast with me, your host and certified life coach, Katrin Bernd. Phew, the January class of how to enjoy your relationship is officially underway. It's so much fun to be in this room filled with girlfriends who are determined to stop being grumpy and finally enjoy their amazing relationships so much more. In today's episode of the podcast, I want to talk to you about a topic that breakup coach Dorothy brought up during her episode of Podmas. She mentioned that she used to have this habit of getting upset, causing drama, and being grumpy simply to get some kind of attention from her partner. When I heard her talk about it, I realized that I used to do that all of the time in my relationship. In the moment, I don't think I was completely aware of it, but looking back, it's very clear that that was what I was doing. A lot of grumpiness in relationships stem from the fear of losing your partner, either that they are going to leave, cheat, or not want to be with you anymore, or that your partner doesn't care as much as you do. It's almost as if your primitive brain, quote-unquote, senses that your partner is somehow slipping away from you, which leads to attempts of preventing that from happening. Attempts with various degrees of success, of course. The ironic thing about this fear and how our brains work is that when we feel our partners slipping away, we become upset, grumpy, and cause problems in order to make them come back to us. It's as if our brains think that any attention is better than no attention at all, and if we don't get upset about this situation, our partners are just going to slip away even more, and eventually they will be gone. A method that, as you can probably imagine, only serves the purpose of pushing the partner away even further. The two main reasons why I think a lot of us start causing problems in order to get attention are one, in order to prove our brains right. And you guys know, our brains love being right. And two, in order to prove our brains wrong and get relief from the discomfort that is coming from what we suspect might be true. Let's start with reason number one, wanting to prove our brains right. What this looks like is that you have observed or identified some kind of quote-unquote evidence that your partner is unhappy, cheating on you, leaving you, etc. It can be literally anything from them closing down their texting app on their phone or going to the gym after work. In this scenario, your brain has a theory about what is actually going on. They're probably cheating. (laughs) Obviously, you can't just let it be. Because then they're just going to keep cheating and you're going to look like a fool for not doing anything about it. So, naturally, you decide to get upset about it. Either you confront your partner right away and ask them about it, Or you passive-aggressively start grumping around, banging things, being snappy and cold towards your partner to punish them. When you act this way, 
your partner might get defensive or ask what's wrong, might try to make you feel better by being nice to you, or might withdraw in order to give you time to cheer up. Regardless what they choose, your brain will use it as even more evidence that they have done something wrong and they're totally guilty. Since this episode is about getting upset in order to get attention, I would say that this scenario probably happens in relationships where the partner either engages in the argument with you and it turns into a fight, or if the partner tries to comfort you and make you happy. If your partner is the kind of person who withdraws and leaves the room when you're in a grumpy mood, your brain will probably pick up on that and stop using it as a method of getting validation or attention, simply because it doesn't work. So, this whole method is designed to prove your theory to be true. Something your brain is very capable of doing and very, very good at, regardless if it's true in reality or not. The second reason we cause problems to get attention is in order to prove ourselves wrong or to calm our nerves about something that our brains are making up. In this scenario, it's enough that you have a single little thought without any significant circumstance or trigger. You might be reminded of an ex or a friend of your partner or someone at work, or you might worry what will happen when your partner goes out with friends. Anything that sets your brain off and makes you grumpy, insecure, anxious, and jealous. You obviously don't want to feel this way, so your brain now tries to figure out a way to get rid of these nasty emotions. A good way of doing that is to get sad, grumpy, upset, or just be in a mood so that your partner pays attention to you and spends some time with you and cuddles you and tells you that everything is going to be okay. It's almost like a drug. Your brain starts freaking out, you feel a bunch of negative emotions as a result, you get the urge to use the drug that is your partner's attention in order to feel better. You then get your fix, and then you feel better for a little while. And then the circus starts all over again at a later time. All you have done is intensify the urge to use the drug in the first place. So the next time, it'll be even more uncomfortable in your body until you give in and grump around and your partner gives you attention just the way you want them to. This is the trigger reaction reward system that trains our brains and teaches us what to think. But like with any other drug, you only feel better for a very little amount of time and then you're back to square one. You'll never be able to get enough validation and attention from your partner to cure your desire. It's only going to get stronger every time you do it. And when the urge gets stronger, your behavior becomes more and more desperate to get attention, which means 
you get grumpier and grumpier about more and more things until all you're doing is being grumpy and upset at your partner all of the time. And all your partner is doing is trying to comfort you and make you feel better all of the time. So whether you're trying to prove your brain right by catching your partner red-handed, or if you're trying to prove your brain wrong by getting constant validation, you're sucking the life, love, and enjoyment out of the relationship. This is a behavior that is born over time out of discomfort intolerance. When we are incapable of processing and holding space for our brain's freakouts and feeling emotions without reacting to them, the brain will subconsciously start working on a solution. I don't think that anyone intentionally makes a decision to start getting upset and acting grumpy to get attention from their partners. It just kind of happens. And since you get an instant reward each time you do it, your brain starts learning that behavior. The alternative is to switch your brain on and start making intentional decisions. It doesn't matter if you've engaged in this attention-seeking behavior once or for five years. You can still override your programming and start working on teaching your brain new ways of handling this. Step one is to bring all the subconscious thoughts up to your conscious level in your mind. You need to become aware of what you're doing when you're doing it, and how you usually go about it. What triggers you? What thoughts do pop up? How do you feel in your body? And how do you act when you feel that way? Step two is to identify the emotion that you are going to have to get really familiar with and comfortable feeling without giving into the programming and reacting to it. So if it's jealousy or anxiety, for example, you need to commit to getting really good at feeling jealous or anxious without seeking relief outside of you in the form of catching your partner doing something wrong or by having them comfort you and say that everything is going to be fine and they're never going to leave you. Step three is to practice, practice, practice. Become the observer of what is going on inside of you. Pay attention to different situations and how you react. Ask yourself what the purpose of your behavior is. Be analytical and build your awareness one step at a time. And each time you're aware that your brain wants you to get upset or grumpy so that your partner will either argue with you or comfort you, process the emotion instead of obeying it. If you want to challenge yourself even further, step four can be to do the opposite of what your brain wants you to do in that moment. I'm at a stage now where I have a good handle on my behavior, on my reactions, and things like that. So I can take it to the next level by being extra happy loving or supportive 
of what my partner is doing when my brain wants to throw a temper tantrum and get all of the attention, even if it's negative. This serves two purposes. Not only do you get to show up as the version of yourself that you want to be and your partner benefits from having a happy, loving girlfriend, but you're also collecting evidence that the world doesn't in fact end and your partner doesn't in fact leave you just because you don't get upset and grumpy and throw a fit. And the more evidence that you collect to support that, the more comfortable your brain will get with picking that option over the option to seek attention. To wrap this episode up, I want to touch on the rare but possible scenario where your partner might have done something wrong or you actually don't want to be okay with what's happening. In this situation, it's easy to think that all we need to do is not control our minds and just let our primitive brains run the show. I mean, we're really good at being grumpy and upset at this point, so if they have actually done something wrong, we might as well just unleash the kraken at them and just go with the flow. No thought work needed. If only that was the case. But... Anytime in our lives when we want to create good results that serve us in the long run and make us more of who we want to be, it will require switching the brain on and being intentional about how we show up. Your primitive brain is good at being upset and grumpy. Yes, that is true. But... With the purpose of just securing your immediate survival, it's a very short-sighted, short-term behavior. And more often than not, it does more harm than good to let your primitive brain decide what is going to happen. Only your prefrontal cortex knows what's best for you in the big picture. And even if your partner has done something wrong or they are slipping away from you, you are not going to show up as your best self and serve yourself at the highest level if your brain is not switched on. So even in those rare scenarios, I still recommend processing the emotion internally and letting it pass through before deciding how to approach whatever is going on. When emotions are high, intelligence is low. You don't have access to the smart part of your brain when your emotions are freaking out. In those moments, your speedy and reactive primitive brain is the boss. You are always entitled to get upset about anything and not be okay with certain things. That's your right. But your most beneficial response comes from your prefrontal cortex, not from your primitive brain's initial reaction to the threat it's detecting in the moment. And the way to get access to the prefrontal cortex is to process the emotion. Feel it without fear, let it flow through you, and once you're out on the other side, you can think logically about what's going on and what you want to do next. This has been my take on the learned behavior 
of getting upset to get attention, why it always results in the opposite of what we want, and how to go about rewiring your brain and learning a new response. Don't forget to rate and review the Grumpy Girlfriend podcast if you enjoy it so that more grumpy girlfriends can find it and start changing their lives. I will see you guys again next week. Bye-bye.